Hey, Gary. Hi, Sean. I'll try that again. Uh, perfect. I was muted. No, that's fine. Everyone's trying to jump in now. Hey, Ken, how are you? Good, Sean. How's it going? Uh, very good. <clears throat> Just give me a second for it to populate. Sorry, a lot of people to admit in the uh, waiting room. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Good, Sean. How are you? Uh, not bad, Scott. Thanks. So, yeah, I'm just giving it a second because sometimes I start too quick and people get hung up in the waiting room. They don't see them. So, I'm just giving it a second if you don't mind. Of course. Sean, two practices missed since our last conversation. Oh, really? Yeah, that feels a mud pit when it rains. It always will be. It's a drainage plane for the high school. It's it's never going to be. It's never going to be a good grass field there. It's just yeah. it's too hard to maintain it. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Different subject for a different time. <laughs> exactly. We'll see what happens. Yep. Grass is good too if you can maintain it, but it's a lot of money to yeah. maintain grass. Yeah. All right, I'm not seeing anybody else uh, popping in this quick, and we do have a quorum, so uh, yeah, we'll get going. I know uh, Mike Zulis can't make it tonight, and I know uh, Betty's typically a little late uh, with work, uh, so I'll call the meeting to order, and it is... Sorry about this. Seven oh four p.m. Sorry about that. All right. So first thing on our agenda. Sorry about this. Working on multiple screens and everything went kind of haywire on me when I shut the other one down. Uh, citizen speak. Sorry about that. I knew it was. I was just trying to pull it up. Uh, 
and uh, typically when I use my uh, camera for my laptop, I have to pull it up. My two other screens kind of go haywire, so I apologize about that. I'm just trying to get them all organized. Um, so typically with citizen speak, uh, we, we allocate 15 minutes uh, at the beginning of our meetings. And essentially what we ask you to do is keep your commentary to three minutes. And um, to, to be called upon, we ask that you just raise your hand. And as you raise your hand, uh, we'll call on you. And then uh, just state your name and your address if you would. So at this point, I'm looking for anyone raising their hand. No hands so far. Just give it a second more to see. And none. Perfect. All right. Um, so our, our next agenda item is a review and approval of the minutes. I know uh, from me the previous minutes that we had uh, that were out there that was basically covered our last meeting and then the follow-on meeting to approve the uh, BSC uh, um, uh, proposal that we got. I, I didn't have a chance to draft those, so we're, we're going to table those until our next meeting. Uh, but what I did do is develop uh, one of the things I was looking for for everyone just to kind of streamline the uh, preparation of the minutes, um, taking the template that we had before and just kind of uh, putting it a little more into the format of what our agendas are. Uh, so just help uh, share that on the screen and put you guys. You need to upgrade your upgrade your background, Sean. There's a lot more buildings in that. I know, I know. There was a escape was, now. <laughs> it was a picture from a friend who's uh, he's like an Irish photographer and was around the city. My high school was right down there, so that was always oh. the, the one that I like. But yeah, there are. Uh, one of the contractors I work with noticed that too. A few more have popped up. Yeah. Um, so what I, what I was trying to do for the minutes that we had, so the, the ones that we've been using, you know, up till now are, you know, a similar Microsoft Word file. Uh, but what I was trying to do is just add these so they're a little bit easier. We can check boxes faster as we're going through attendance. Um, listing it for separate boxes for members present. And then also for guests that we have as part of here too, they'll be speaking. Um, and then essentially after that, you know, our, our typical standing thing is, you know, call to order, citizens speak, uh, names and spaces for addresses, whatever commentary that's there, short narrative. Uh, and then essentially, you know, agenda items. We typically start with old business, a uh, specific topic, and then this gives uh, commentary for who the presenter is, what documents are being presented. And we repeat this for each portion of old business. And then again, as we get into new business, similarly topic presenter documents and stuff there. Um, so I know I sent this out to everyone. I didn't know if anybody had any uh, specific comments or if they don't like it, and we can just stick with the <laughs> existing ones we have, but I just wanted to kind of put it out there. And no comments means it's good. 
All right. Uh, I'll entertain a motion. I'm assuming we'd have to vote to just switch. I'm just doing that to be safe. So we entertain a motion for that. I'll motion to uh, change the meeting minutes to the new format. Okay. I'll second it. Carried. Cool. And we'll do that by a roll call vote. Uh, so, uh, Carrie? Yes. All right. Uh, Glenn? Yes. Uh, Scott? Yes. Uh, Tim? Yes. Uh, Aqua? Yes. All right. And I'm not sure if Selena or uh, Betty have jumped on yet. I know Mike's not on, but I am a yes. And perfect. We'll pass that one. I'll stop sharing my screen. Beautiful. Thank you. So uh, the next item on our agenda is uh, under old business. And um, I wanted to talk about BSC Group, uh, the, the survey work that we've got them going. Uh, with us tonight is Ken Thompson, who's been leading uh, the effort so far with us. They did the previous survey for the unrecorded land swap. Uh, with him also tonight is Dominic Rinaldi. Uh, and I'm not sure if there's somebody else. Ken, I, I apologize. There was, I think there were two other gentlemen. I'm not sure if they made it or not. Uh, I believe it's just Don and myself. Okay, cool. So and, and, as the members are aware, uh, we've engaged BSC Group to kind of do the survey. I can pull up the drawings if we need to, uh, to go out, delineate the wetlands, uh, delineate uh, specific boundary setbacks that we're looking at at the site, and then overall uh, parcel surveys for the multiple parcels uh, that we're looking at there. Uh, so Ken, Dom, myself had a kickoff meeting last week. They're going to be starting. Is it tomorrow, Ken? Uh, yes, tomorrow for the wetland delineation. That's correct. Yep. Um, so they, they're, they're, they're starting their work tomorrow, and I invited them tonight because it kind of aligned perfectly with this meeting. Uh, so just open it up for any of the members. Or, Ken, do you want to talk about anything specific that, you know, will be going on out there that people should be aware of? And if not, that's fine, too. Yeah, no, I just uh, just that we'll have uh, eco staff on site tomorrow for the delineation. We'll have a field crew, a survey crew following up on on Wednesday, we'll get a crew out there to locate the flags and to shoot um, topography um, around the at the area of the of the uh, relocated driveway mm -hmm. uh, as, a, as a base for um, for Dom's design work. Any uh, any questions from any of the members? If you do, just please raise your hand. I'll call on you and then we'll direct those questions. Seeing none. Wow. All right. So I assume everybody's good with it. Um, yeah. So yeah, with that, the, the overall timeline that we, we were talking about too was uh, probably it's going to take the remainder of the month. Um, to get everything done. So we're looking kind of early November uh, to get documents and stuff back. Um, so, you know, it, as we're going along, probably at next meetings, after those documents are received, um, we'll probably 
uh, speed up our meetings a little bit to kind of align with some of those. But uh, again, I just want to invite them here tonight uh, in case any of you had any questions or anything like that. And seeing you have none, Ken, Tom, thank you guys for joining. No problem. That's great. Thanks a lot, Sean. Take okay. care. Yep. Have a good night. All right. Have a good night. All right. Next item on the agenda uh, is essentially our land swap update. So, you know, currently right now, I'm just apologize. There's one person in the waiting room and it's Betty. I don't want to keep her waiting. So wait until she jumps in and we'll start over. <laughs> Sean, Selena's trying to get in. I'm sending her the um, link again. She was having trouble getting okay. Hey, Benny, how are you? So essentially the next the next item on our agenda was the land swap update. And you know, Betty, you were just joining, so we waited to be to jump in to talk about it. Um, so, you know, with us right now, uh, most of our work for the land swap update, you know, we're waiting for BSC group to complete uh, their surveys that, you know, our, our current um, proposition is still in place to kind of take a smaller portion of the land property or the, the parcel D656A and combine it with a smaller portion of uh, the parcel for uh, the parks parcel, which is D656B. Um, the, the offsets that we talked about previously, as I mentioned, BSC will be surveying them. Aqua, your comments from the previous meeting that we had for the 50-foot offsets, they'll be doing those also. So essentially what it does is <clears throat> previously we had uh, four potential parcels that we we're looking at with the road realignment. Now with the road realigning and then offsetting 50 feet, uh, the number of parcels essentially doubled for the survey work up to eight, but BSC was able to absorb that. Uh, within the cost they provided to us. So, you know, we're, we're good on that end. Uh, so essentially after their, um, their survey work is complete, you know, us as a committee will essentially be getting eight options that we'll have to look at and kind of wade through. Um, so- Excuse me, Sean, can you see if Selena's in the waiting room? I think she's waiting to get in. Yep. Sorry. No problem. Thank you for, it, it's all good. <laughs> Great, thanks. Here she comes. There she is. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Um. So so basically, hey Selena, how are you? I'm okay. <laughs> Having troubles with my personal computer. I just died. I, I, I I've been there a bunch of times. It always <laughs> happened five minutes before an online meeting. But um, um. So yeah, essentially with us, uh, we just a quick update, Selena. So we had BSC group on. Uh, the starting survey tomorrow. It's probably going to take till the end of the month that they're done. Um, after that, you know, we're essentially be looking at options. Uh, it's essentially four overall parcels with setbacks back from Home Inc. And then those same four parcels with the same setbacks, but with the road offset 50 feet. Um, so with that, it basically creates eight options as us as a committee that we'll have to digest. Um, my hope is to still get in with the winter town meeting, or I mean the fall town meeting, which is in December, which always throws me off. Um, so the 
Um, the goal right now is, to, you know, BSC is going to push as fast as they can to get that survey work done. Um, and essentially what I'd like to do is, you know, as they get those done, align our meetings uh, so that we can review the stuff as, as a group. Uh, and I, you know, I, I figure it's going to take one to two meetings, no, definitely more than one, uh, two to three meetings possibly uh, to review everything, let everybody digest everything and, and take a look at it. Um, so just didn't know if people have any questions or updates or anything like that. Take a break for a drink of water. All right. Um, oh, the the one other ones uh, that was there too uh, that everyone uh, should be aware of is there was the uh, the letter that I forwarded uh, that came in from the uh, 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 the law firm that's representing Home Inc. Uh, the key thing with that to keep in mind is that's been sent to town council and he's essentially weighing in on that right now. Um, so on our end, I haven't heard anything back on his formal response, but I, I do understand he's drafting one. Uh, so, you know, essentially for us right now on, the, on, on that portion, um, for us, it's a legal matter. You know, I mean, it's kind of, uh, it, it's above me. Uh, so, you know, the, the town's dealing with that right now. And then and I'm fully expecting Kevin uh, Freitag Town Council to have a response on that, you know, pretty soon. Cool. All right, uh, MSBA update, uh, our next item. So as far as uh, MSBA, I'm not sure, you know, Ada, have you guys heard anything at school committee or has anybody formally from the town heard anything? Nothing, nothing, no news as far as we've heard. Okay. Um, would, would, would Janet Sheehan be, be the contact now to reach out to MSBA? Okay. It, yes. It, it might be good to see if she could just kind of, at least for our timeline, to look at stuff, uh, try to figure out when a decision might be made uh, for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Great. I'll, I'll ask her to check in. Okay. And then essentially last thing on old business was... Uh, about two weeks ago, I did a presentation to the Warren Committee, and it was upon request of their chair. Um, I met him for coffee and just, you know, knowing this would be coming up at some point. And, you know, after talking to him, you know, we both felt it would be good to kind of give uh, some background uh, on our committee, how we got to kind of where we are. Because the Warren Committee is now made up of some new members. Um, for those of you who might have started last year, you know, we went through about three Warren committee meetings, you know, getting everybody up to speed. So the intent of it was to kind of give an overview of our committee, how we got to where we are right now. Uh, the next meeting that I plan on having with them is essentially a little more focused meeting specifically on the land swap um, and not take into account everything else that we did. My hope is at that point, we'll have the survey work completed by BSC group and our decision kind of there. Uh, and it would essentially be a primer for them to uh, inform them that hopefully on their next meeting after that, they could do a vote on our article. Um, so that's kind of one of the timelines I've been working with um, there. So that that's just 
one that I did. It was it was a very good meeting. A lot of back and it was very informal. You know, took questions live at doing the presentation, which is allow people just to ask things off the cuff. Um, so if you want to see it, I know it's on Milton Access uh, TV. Um, and it was some good commentary, good back and forth. So it would, you know, good to, good to do. Any any comments, questions on that? Well, yeah, I just wanted to say that I listened in on TV when you were at the meeting. Other people did too, I know, but I thought you did an excellent job because you did have to give some context about the overcrowding. So you did encapsulate that information very well and then went on to the the main topic, which was um, the land swap. So I thought you handled yourself really well and I thought you did a great job. So thank you. Thanks, another person coming in. Thank you, Betty. Um, sorry, just letting that person in. All right, so that, that kind of closes out our old business. So, you know, I think we're looking in good shape. Uh, on to new business. Um, the talking about modular classrooms. So this is a new topic that's come up out of the facilities subcommittee uh, for the school committee. And the discussion is, um, uh, I know Bill Ritchie, I think Bill, yeah, Bill, you're on. Um, there's discussion right now of installing uh, modular classrooms at different locations. The uh, DRA architecture worked with Bill and came up with some options. And essentially, um, I, I, I need to talk to town council a little bit because the charge of our committee, I think the installation of these and the design of these kind of fall under us. So at some point, um, while that concept might come from the facility subcommittee, it might fall on us to execute it. Um, so this could be, you know, a, a new kind of uh, wrinkle or design option that we need to take up. It's it's running in parallel to the, the overall school project. It's not we're doing this and we're not doing the school project. This would be a parallel path of modular classrooms along with, you know, the timeline of trying to build a new building. Uh, Betty, you, you recognize? You're on mute. Okay, sorry. No I just wanted to share that when we had um, facility subcommittee meeting a couple of weeks ago, um, we got that information from Bill, who, um, and I shared it with other members of the school committee afterwards, that the, just like the cost for the fire, the fire station buildings that they're constructing and the animal shelter that is under construction or planning, um, those costs have gone way up. Um, Bill had shared with me that the cost for modular classrooms um, have gone have doubled in price since the first time we discussed it as an option for dealing with our space issues. And um, one of the things that the, the DRA had spoken about in the past was um, whether or not we would do, look at putting modular classrooms on multiple sites for all for the different schools that we that are overcrowded um and now because the prep work for the um for getting ready for a modular classroom has gone through the roof the thinking is is that it might make sense to place several modular classrooms together on one site 
and the high school site is the one that they're really looking at more so most seriously and um so basically um we are meeting with the teaching with the principals and the director of um, pupil personnel and special ed on friday morning just to kind of have them think out loud with us about um programming and from an educational perspective of how we might use these modular classrooms and what might make sense so it's just a preliminary conversation with the um the leadership team to talk about those those decisions with an educational focus and um it, bill if you're available on friday i was going to invite you to that meeting as well i think I just got the email today that it's going to be 9.30 on Friday. They had it scheduled originally for this morning, but rescheduled it for Friday at 9.30. Um, so we're going to just have a very preliminary discussion with them and, and have them think out loud with us about how we could use that those classrooms best uh, to meet the educational needs of the kids in our system. Excellent. Thanks, Betty. So, you know, as, as Betty alluded to and uh, Rich alluded to, too, you know, costs of these are going to be, <clears throat> you know, high um, that we're looking at. And, you know, I'll, I'll touch on a couple of other things. Acre, I see your hand raised, you recognized. Thank you. I I'm wondering strategically, does this new idea impact us or how will it impact us, I should say? we're going to spend so much money for whatever that money is in building modular classrooms will the society the community at large feel that we've come up with a solution why build another school yeah that's that's one of the things you know that i i look at there but the reality of it is it doesn't address everything it's it's really a temporary fix um it, it's not permanent um you know the the lifespan of those type of, of construction too aren't meant for permanent occupation. Um, you know, the, the idea on it right now, or, you know, uh, some of the commentary I've heard specifically over the past year or two is like, you know, the school's so far out in time, what are you doing to address that? You know, we're talking a seven year period before the school's even built. These modular classrooms, in, in my mind, were always gonna come, no matter when. It was just a matter of what point were they going to come, you know, the cost of them. Yeah, it's something that, you know, maybe should have got acted on earlier. Um, but, you know, nobody could foresee construction costs going for what they are right now. Um, but, you know, for for me, um, it, this isn't a permanent solution that, you know, that we're doing. It's, it's essentially a temporary solution to buy us through the construction of this project. Yeah, Ada, you're recognized. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to remind people that the studies that we had done to look at our space needs um, called for 26 classrooms um, that would be needed to address the overcrowding um, in our buildings. And the, putting in the um, modular classrooms, we're talking about maybe eight. Um, so it, it it really is just a small fraction of of what we really need, um, and um, that's that's where the um, decisions um, will be informed by the um, leadership team, the schools, in terms of 
what makes the most sense, but it's it's definitely a, a temporary uh, solution, but an expensive one, and that's the challenge. Yeah, the the other the other thing to note too is that that study the data was referencing only addressed the elementary school. The, the middle school still wouldn't be addressed at that point. Um, the one thing I always keep trying to remind people is the project that we're doing is addressing capacity at all levels, you know, the elementary school level, the middle school level, and the high school level. So even if we do these modulars and they come out, they only address the elementary school level, if that's the educational program that gets moved into there, uh, in which case the middle school and high school is still, you know, not being addressed. So, you know, my goal is, you know, as this, um, it starts to come up a little bit further, you know, a, a subset of us uh, will start working on this, uh, looking at it. One of the things I'd like to try to do is, you know, you know, assume we're starting today with modules, you know, we're talking about it. So, you know, we're starting. Um, what's the timeline associated with this, you know, funding wise, construction wise, you know, it, it, when can we open doors there? And then overlay that timeline with, you know, the timeline that we're looking at the school. Because again, these are two separate projects that kind of have to get overlaid together. And that overlaid timeline is really going to affect some decisions that we need to make. Um, so, you know, as we're going forward on this, um, these meetings, uh, the module classroom discussion, we'll probably jump into a little more detail uh, with some of that stuff. You know, build the the documents you sent, I'll probably send out to everybody to kind of review a little bit more so they can get a feel for uh, the locations. Uh, do you have anything you want to add, Bill? No, I think you did. I, you know, I just just want just uh, <clears throat> you know, maybe just talk a little bit further. With either, you know, so we've been talking about modular construction five years ago. Yeah. You know, well before there was a building committee, you know, we knew it was an overcrowded, uh, enormous overcrowded. We've converted a lot of the libraries, classrooms and offices. So we knew this was coming. Unfortunately, if you looked at the construction cost five years ago from today, it's, it's you know, it's doubled and tripled in some, in some cases. You know, a biggest, a, another big cost that we never really, when we did the initial studies, we were just talking about market construction. We weren't talking about site costs. If you look at the site cost, the site cost are $1.5 million on each site. So we weren't even talking about that, that cost. We were talking about what do we think we need? We started out with two. Then the next year we said maybe three, maybe four, maybe five. Now up to possibly eight, you know, modular, uh, you know, uh, modular classrooms within the next one to five years, depending on how fast it takes to get a new school. So, um, you know, but, you know, it's going to have to be a joint effort and it has to be really a, a strategic effort because you don't want people to think that these mods are going to solve the problem. You don't need a new school. That's going to really be kind of a strategic way of, you know, people have to understand this is the, to address the overcrowdingness now, not a new school down the line. It's totally separate issues. I mean, but that's going to have to be a really good sell because when you're talking $6 million, you know, that's going to be a capital project. It's going to be it's going to be enormous on the on the capital list when there's so many other competing forces looking for fire trucks for fire stations. It's just, it's going to be tough. So it's going to be a tough sell no matter what. Um, <clears throat> there still may be some opportunities to maybe convert some more libraries to save some money. And but but uh, you know we're really every stone has pretty much been unturned at this point, and we're really running out of options. 
So that's the, the tough part right now. That's really all I have to say. It's uh, it's this is not nothing new. This is something we've been talking about for five six years now since I've been on the facilities committee, and uh, it's finally hit us. Yeah, and uh, I'll call you in one second, but Bill, just just for the other people that might not know, they're on the phone. The site costs that you're re referencing, uh, the the utility costs to bring utilities to the trailers, sanitary piping, electric, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah, all that you know, all your basic design engineering, uh, you know, you you know, water, sewer, electricity, <laughs> yep. very costly in in today's dollars. Yes, you mean? Okay, thank you. Uh, and Aqua, uh, you're recognized. Thank you. Um, so it sounds like um, the modular classrooms is, is there's no option. We have to do it, right? My fear is how do we do it and still sell the new building? Maybe it's not a discourse for this particular meeting, mm -hmm. or we should, as a as a group, think of it. It'll be very difficult to sell after we've built modular classes because I remember that was one of the options we looked at and said. It didn't make sense, right? How does it make sense now? And then we're laying a new building of tens of millions on top of the extra cost of the modular class. Let's just be careful strategically that we're not putting um, roadblocks for our own success. Yeah, and, and no problem. So the when we, when we said it, it, it didn't work before, um, you know, that commentary they were doing there saying it didn't work was based on a permanent option. So that was when we were looking at DRA's uh, space study that was, you know, produced for the uh, facility subcommittee for the school. And that was looking for a permanent, you know, solution to the overcrowding that was there. Um, so, you know, with, with these modules that are here, and at that time, that study was done in 2018, 2019, four years ago, um, you know, even, you know, the population still going up for what we're getting and knowing we're anticipating coming down the line with some developments in the town. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of how, you know, this whole project has changed a bit. So I just, just wanted to touch on that. And uh, Selena, you're recognized. Um, yes, thank you. Um, just, I just want to echo, I think, Mr. Aqua's um, comment. I think that recognizing that the school building work just got a heck of a lot more complex because we do sort of have to have this, not so much even like a parallel conversation. I feel like it's an intersecting conversation, right? They are uh, related um, in the framing of the need for temporary modular classrooms will have to be done so so carefully and clearly as clearly as possible I think to make the point that you just made uh, Sean which is that it is a temporary solution but yet one that we can't shy away from given the fact that a permanent solution is almost a decade out so I think that sort of you know conceptualization of sort of why we are in the situation that we are the need, um, the solution, that it's a two-pronged solution. One of them is temporary, the other is a permanent one. I think we're going to have to be so just thoughtful about how we send, how we send, so how do, how do we make that point? Um, because otherwise I do think folks will 
quickly jump to, um, you know, what's the need for the bigger, you know, 30 million project if we can have a $6 million solution. Um, so I think we we just need to continue to um, wrestle with that. Yep. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. So just see if there's any more commentary. Selene is still having hand up. Sorry, I do that all the time with Zoom. All right, so yeah, uh, more to come on that one in future meetings. So you know, um, you know, uh, I'll 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 send those uh, documents around that Bill sent, so you guys can kind of digest them and talk about our next meeting. Um, the the next item on the agenda, you know, under new business is our project timeline, and I, I bring this up just to follow on, you know, the module of classroom one of. Um, you know, with our timeline, uh, as, you know, with the assumption that we're going for a December town meeting, um, I kind of need some help um, looking at what our overall timeline is going to look like. Because uh, as as we go uh, forward, you know, there's the two timelines that we've talked about of, you know, if we get accepted by MSBA and what that timeline looks like for the opening of the school. And if we don't go with MSBA, um, and, and this kind of ties into a, a future agenda item too. Um, but what I'd like to do is try to get those timelines worked out uh, because on some of the meetings that I've been attending, you know, timeline has always been something where, um, you know, people are asking about it, you know, when is the school going to be open? How long will it take? Uh, and I think getting a better grasp on that would be helpful. And then also, you know, focusing a little bit more on it too to educate some of the people that even though we say the school's seven years out, that doesn't mean, you know, I mean, um, we're waiting seven years to start. It's it's essentially, you know, get the site, permit it, design the plans, start construction, commission, open the school. But um, you know, some of you that might have um, um, uh, better handling on scheduling or OPMs type stuff, owners, project manager stuff, uh, I might reach out to you uh, just to help out with that. Similarly, as we talked about you know, with this uh, one of module classrooms, because it popped up along that same time, um, you know, doing something similar for that too, and just kind of um weighing everything that's being charged with us as a committee for the town you know on a, on a map a timeline uh, so we can kind of see uh where the overlap where everything overlaps a little bit and then it'll help us kind of inform this committee a little bit more um when we when it comes time to make some hard decisions any comments questions and hearing none Perfect. Um, so next thing on new business, uh, what I'd like to try to do um, is, you know, forward thinking to the Maytown meeting, which is typically the one for appropriations. Um, our current funding is down to probably about two thousand dollars. So, you know, after this BSC work, you know, we've done good. We're going on like four years, and we spent forty grand. So I'm pretty proud of that. You know, for everyone here. Um, but the time is going to come that we need more money to do additional things. Um, so what I need folks to do, and I'll, we'll probably hit on this in upcoming meetings, but we can discuss, you know, brainstorm now if you have any ideas. 
but for funding requests, you know, we just can't go to town meeting and say we need X number of dollars. You know, we're, we're going to need uh, specific items that we want those dollars applied for. Um, so that when I go to request the money, you know, we can say it's for a traffic study, which we all know is one that's we're going to be doing uh, water runoff, stuff like that. So um, I know I've talked about it the past couple of times, a couple of meetings, but, you know, I'd like to, my goal is by December, have all those figured out for us so that we can draft articles early in January, February to get them in ready for May. So we're not chasing it um, come, you know, February, March and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to get ahead of it. Open it up. People have any comments, questions, suggestions? Well, pretty quiet out there. There we go, Aquan. How are you? So to that extent, how can we help? What we I I hear what you're saying. I think I understand it. What do you need team members to do, committee members to do to help in that effort? Um, just brainstorm. Um, you know, you, you know, think about the, the overall project. Um, you know, what what we're you know, what things you think we need to do as a committee, you know, what things we can outsource, you know what I mean? We've done a lot of work ourselves. Everyone on the committee has done a ton of work on their own. Um, I think it's, you know, time that we start, you know, engaging professionals to do some of this work for us and, you know, trying to figure out, because uh, some of it falls, you know, we, we've carried ourselves for four years on $40,000 and, I, I think it's time that, you know, we, we, we need to start bringing in professionals. For example, the traffic study that we had Manute come in and give a presentation on, we're going to want someone like that to represent us, you know, as this project moves forward. Um, water runoff is going to be a key thing. And I know Auckland, your community, that's one of the big ones that's on there. Um, so different things that you can kind of think of overall that are outside the kind of specialty that we all bring um, that we can have someone do. Another one is uh, along those timelines I was just mentioning, uh, bringing in an owner's project manager to do that financial analysis that we talked about before, those two timelines. But prior to just bringing them in, we need to have our ducks aligned to write a scope to say, here's exactly what we're asking you to do, because that's going to be a little complex. And that's why I'm asking, you know, for us to kind of start working on those timelines now uh, so that we do get funding, you know, next May, ideally June or something like that. We can walk through with them and get them working on that. So it's just those those type of things. So it's just, you know, as you guys think about this project every day and night, which I know all of you do, <laughs> you know, what I mean, dive, dive right in and, you know, just scribble it down, send me an email, you know, send me a text, whatever it may be. And um, I'll start developing the list of them. And then, you know, it's it just going to plan to let's put dollar values for it, almost like planning funding. Uh, see what that total dollar value comes out to and request it. And if we don't get it all, fine. Uh, you know, we'll figure out what stuff on that, what, what takes precedence on that list. And we'll spend the money on that. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of my point on uh, that agenda. Carrie? I was just going to say maybe we could all agree to provide three items for the list 
to be contemplated. Like give us a concrete responsibility that we all have to provide to you. Cause otherwise, Sean, you're going to end up making this list by yourself. Okay. And I personally commit to doing the research, finding three outside of what you just mentioned. Is that a motion? That's a motion. Please. <laughs> to the group <laughs> to help Sean. <laughs> so, so, so specifically the motion would be each of us is, agrees to identify three funding requirements that we're going to need going forward. And we can, once we come back with three each, we can debate the merits of each. I think that sounds correct. Okay. Is that, is Tim actually saying the motion? Cause I'll second it. Uh, that can be the motion. I kind of stumbled through it, but I was trying to, uh, wrap, wrap something around it there, but yes, the, the motion can be, uh, a motion, motion for the school building committee to agree that each member will come with three suggestions to Sean for upcoming funding needs for the committee. At a future date, these will be uh, debated for their merit. Seconded. All right, just writing it down. <laughs> Tim, Gary, all right, seconded. Any discussion on that, Ada? I, I know you had your hand up a second ago, so. Um, yeah, I was just thinking of, of one thing, but I, I, you know, given that you're asking everyone to come up with those suggestions, I'll hold mine until um, as part of my list. <laughs> yep. Yeah, don't turn in your homework early. <laughs> I want to get no, crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, as you get them, like I said, feel free to text them or email them. But let's let's set that as a goal, you know, for, for the next meeting. Uh, and I'll, you know, we'll, we'll break this off for you know a good half hour discussion to dive in. Um, so you know, motion has been made; it's been seconded. Any any other further discussion? All right, perfect. Roll call vote. And we'll start at the. I'm looking at the checkerboard. So, Carrie. Yes. Uh, Glenn? Yes. Uh, Scott? Yes. Uh, Aqua? Yes. Tim? Yes. Betty? Oh. Yes. And uh, Selena? Yes. And me, yes. Unanimous. We'll, we'll let Mike know there's three things for the next meeting, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, perfect. Um, next on the agenda is upcoming public information meetings. So um, I'm giving it a, a meeting uh, this week to the PTOs, uh, just as kind of an update of everything that we're doing. Um, we met, so I met with the PTOs originally, Carrie, when I took over from you, and it was kind of an informational session at that point. A lot of things have changed since then. Um, so, you know, just trying to spread knowledge, similarly, what I did with the Warren Committee, uh, meeting with them this week, I believe it's Thursday. Um, so we'll, we'll see that meeting um, uh, popping up soon. The, uh, but I'm just trying to think of other, you know, public meetings that we'll probably have. Uh, once we have the BSC survey information back, 
Um, you know, our goals are to sit down with the neighborhoods, um, specifically with Home Inc. Um, and probably have another neighborhood forum uh, as we did online, just kind of review uh, and get commentary back that will help us inform the decision. Uh, and, you know, as I discussed earlier, ESE is going to basically produce, uh, I, I say eight parcels of land, but it's essentially four parcels with, you know, just that one offset of the 50 feet for the road. So roughly, you know, that, but overall it'll be eight parcels uh, that we have to review. So I just want to get some commentary uh, from the abutters, from the neighborhoods and stuff like that, that we can use uh, to weigh in on our decision to, on, you know, which parcel we think works best. Um, I didn't know if there's any other public meetings that anybody might think of that would be good um, or anything, you know, that you need me at. Hearing none. All right. Move over to... Sorry, move on to the next agenda item. Sorry, I need to work on my second screen. All right. So the, the um, last thing on the regular agenda is just kind of a review of our upcoming meetings. Um, so what I tried to do is uh, set up a Google Calendar for us. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys all got the invites to that from your, on your Google accounts. Um, so what I'll be doing there is trying to keep that as a singular place that we can uh, locate all our meetings internally just to share uh, Zoom links and all that. Because sometimes some people have been having problems with accessing it through uh, the agenda that gets published and stuff. So I just want to kind of put that directly in there for everyone. The other way that comes in too is, you know, there's sometimes that, that would happen uh, before where I actually have a problem logging in because I don't have my uh, personal computer. I'm using a different device and my credentials that are on there um, that it would give somebody else access to log into the town account uh, to start the meeting. And then I can jump on, you know, as a participant or something like that. That was one of the things I was hoping to do. Um, but essentially our next meeting, uh, we, we've been going on a three week schedule right now. So what I'm looking for is our next meeting to be October 24th. Um, and at that point, um, my assumption is BSC will, will be wrapping up with a lot of their work there. And then we might go on two week intervals after that, mainly just to align ourselves for that December town meeting. Um, so for now, you know, our next meeting would be the 24th. And then potentially right after that would be um, November 7th. Those are essentially the next two meeting look aheads. And I'll, I'll put those on the calendars as kind of placeholders for everyone. All right. Any questions, comments? Carrie? Um, I did get the um, calendar request from you. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you got an update from me requesting access. I did not see one, but I'll, I'll go back. And that, because was... it came up as a weird, like it came from Sean, but then it, when I accepted it, it had like a million numbers and letters. So it seemed like something had gone wrong. So I, okay. I can try again if you didn't get it, just let me know. No, I, I, I was bringing it up on, on for today too, because I know I sent it out to everyone and I didn't hear anything back. So I was like, all right, no news is good news. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> just bring it up to make sure that everybody else could access it. So if you couldn't, 
Um, oh, you, you did not see that we like responded and accepted it? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. I clicked on a thing and I figured you'd get that notification. Yeah, I just kind of, you know, crossed my fingers and hoped it all worked. So yeah, it doesn't come up in my calendars, like to add to my calendar. So that's what made me, I was, I saw it on the agenda. So I was waiting to ask the question. If... Yeah, that's it. That's exactly why I put it on the agenda too, just to confirm everybody has it. Put it. So what I would say is if for, for whatever reason, if you can't access it, just email me directly. And then, you know, we can work it out one-on-one to, to figure out how to access it. Uh, but I figured there will work better because uh, then it can, you know, you can link that calendar with you know, any other work calendars and you know, keep it on there. What I'll try to do too is keep that updated, not just for our school building committee meetings, uh, but also for some of the public meetings that are going to go on too uh, that, you know, typically don't get published sometimes on, on, um, uh, on, on the town website. So that way, if anybody wanted to join or has questions, I'll just keep you informed. But the, uh, the upcoming meetings are not on it yet, right? Not yet. Nope. No. Yeah. I, was, okay. yeah. I was waiting just to you know talk tonight, make sure everybody's fine with three weeks from now, and then I'll start populating it then. Right. Sean, one thing that um, I guess Milton Access does these for the school committee is they they set up the the meetings on the calendar and then the same link is just a recurring same link for each of the meetings. I don't know if that will work for our kind of varied schedule. Yeah, I I I've been I want to get back to kind of a normal schedule of like, you know, just put it on for every three weeks and do it <laughs> the past couple of times you're trying to do that. We just keep hitting uh you know issues for it and, and the other way, I, I think after this BSC work gets done and we kind of get through December, yeah, I want to get back to like an every three week one, you know, whatever everybody's comfortable with, every two weeks, every three weeks, whatever whatever that rhythm is. All right. Uh, so the second to last thing on our agenda is we, we need to move uh, to executive session. Um, so... I'll, I'll make the motion that we move to executive session to consider the purchase, exchange, lease, or value of real estate, property, real property, if the chair declares an open meeting, may have a detrimental effect on the negotiating position of the public body. Uh, it's for property on Gow Road, uh, parcel B656A. I'll second that. All right. And then we'll do a roll call vote. Um, uh, Kerry? Yes. Uh, Glenn? Yes. Uh, Scott? Yes. Aqua? Yes. Glenn? Yes. Yes. And Betty? Yes. You're reading the nine. And Selena? Yes. Perfect. All right. We so have another link.